Welcome to the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Today's show is brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, please welcome the host of the Main Street Preps High School Wrap-Up Show, Chris Yao. Good morning. Welcome in to the Main Street Preps Football Wrap-Up Show. I'm Chris Yao. Be here with you all season long. Excited to bring you all of the reviews from this past week in all of high school football from around the mid-state. We've got several of our reporters who have been out to ball games throughout the weekend, and they're going to give you the reports and tell you a little bit about what happened in each of their different areas. Of course, MainStreetPreps.com is where you can find the most timely and comprehensive coverage on Friday nights with uh, game stories and much more coming your way immediately on Saturday morning or Sunday morning, depending on when the games happen. But let's go ahead and take a look now around the mid-state at what happened this weekend in high school football. We'll start up in Sumner County, where Blaine Keller is standing by. Sumner County had a bit of a shakeup in its high school football stadiums over the past week. That didn't stop programs from getting their cleats in the ground and kicking off their 2023 season openers. This is Sumner County Sports Editor Blaine Keller with your County Weekly Football Flicks. Here's what happened across the Sumner area in Week 1. Hendersonville quarterback Mason Baker totaled over 500 all-purpose yards in the Commando's 47-33 win at rival Gallatin. It was Hendersonville's fifth straight win over the rival Green Wave, and it came in enemy territory, too, on a ton of chunk plays. Uh, Hendersonville's offense really looked impressive from the jump, whether it be in the pass game or the run game. White House and other rivalry action held on to a 7-6 win at Portland, a first-quarter touchdown being the difference there for the Blue Devils in their first game of 2023. Other county winners include Beach, which shut out Station Camp 21-0 while playing on White House's field in its home opener, ironically. Pope Prep, Liberty Creek, and Westmoreland will all look to bounce back this upcoming week after suffering season-opening losses. Be sure to stay tuned to the Hendersonville Standard and Gallatin News and Portland Sun for all Sumner County football action. Thanks, Blaine. We'll head on over now to Robertson County. David Wilson has a report. Hey everyone, I'm David Wilson. I'm the sports reporter for The Connection that covers Robertson County. Here to do a quick week one recap of the high school football season. Four of the six Robertson County area teams were able to pick up week one wins to start the year. We'll start off with the battle for the Pitt Carroll Trophy. Springfield, for the 10th consecutive year, has claimed the Pitt Carroll Trophy, defeating Robinson County rival Greenbrier by a final score of 20-10. to 10. The story, the, the Yellow Jacket defense. Hayden Reynolds on that side of the ball, nine total tackles, able to stymie the Greenbrier offense. Springfield's offense able to make just enough plays. Junior quarterback Parker Betts was 10 of 16, passing for 134 yards and a touchdown pass to Jabralyn Ellis. Lamaris Dallin picked up the late touchdown run for the Yellow Jacks to seal the win for Dustin Wilson and that Springfield bunch. A feel-good story of the week. White House Heritage picking up the win for Scott Murray in his debut as their head coach. They pick up the 29-21 victory over the Harpeth Indians in week one. The main storyline, running back Adrian Bonilla. 19 carries for 158 yards and three touchdowns for the Patriots offense. 
helping lead them to their first win of the year. They've already matched their win total from a year ago. They'll look to eclipse it this week against East Hickman. East Robertson and Chase Burns keep rolling along, picking up off last year's Cinderella ride to the TWSLA quarterfinal round. Story, Isaiah Groves, 21 carries from 210 yards, three total touchdowns. Freshman quarterback Kaysen Young got the first start for the Indians. He looked good in his varsity debut, 11-15 passing for 118 yards and two touchdowns for the youngster out of Cross Plains. White House picked up the week one win with Coach Ryan Hamilton, a 7-6 defensive battle that resulted in a win for the Blue Devils. Michael Albin got the lone score for White House, a six-yard touchdown run in the opening possession. The White House defense able to force three turnovers, sealing the win up there in Portland. Joe Burns is on the losing end against McEwen in Justin Robinson's first game as the Red Devils head coach. Amari Cotton looked solid, though, in his first varsity start. Nine rushes for 92 yards and a long touchdown run. Also, 11 completions in the passing game and a touchdown to Reed Blumel. The Red Devils lost to McEwen, though, by a final score of 27-14. to And then finally, as I mentioned, Greenbrier with the defeat against their Robinson County rival Springfield. Quarterback Nolan Carson was 5-15 through there for 76 yards and a touchdown. He was able to hook up early, though, with Travars Flood in the second quarter for a beautiful 67-yard touchdown pass. But the Greenbrier offense just couldn't cash in on three Yellow Jacket turnovers. They fall in week one against the Robertson County of Foe. They'll host Portland in week two, looking to get even for John Elmore and his bunch. That's it. We'll move along. We'll see you next week. Thanks, David. All right, now we're going to head down to Murray County where Mo Patton is standing by. Thanks, Chris. Um, week one, interesting weekend as we saw the debut of Tredarius Goff over at Columbia Central. Unfortunately for the Lions, that one didn't go so well in the 16-0 loss to Marshall County. Also here on the home turf, Columbia Academy, probably the most exciting game of the night, a 33-31 triple overtime loss to Middle Tennessee Christian, but great performance out of junior running back Monte Baldwin, 193 rushing yards, three touchdowns. CA also threw the ball pretty well in that one. So um, nice night, tough loss. Um, also, Mount Pleasant goes on the road, gets it done at, Marsh, at, at Wayne County, excuse me, 29-6. Couple of big balls from Nick Brown to Darian Meza in that one. Um, they continue to be explosive. Uh, Summit with a 40 to nothing win at Spring Hill. Oakland downs Independence 34-14. Um, what else have we got? Loretto with a nice performance in their 45-29 win down at Collinwood behind senior quarterback Carter Daniel. Lawrence County Outlast Summertown. The Eagles get on the board early. Um, Lawrence County scores late in a 14-7 victory there. And Zion Christian goes on the road to Alabama and drops a tough one down against the Freedom Cowboys, 62-26. That wraps us up for week one. All right, it's time now for our first break of the show. Thanks again to the Tennessee Highway Safety Office for bringing you the most timely and comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee through Main Street Preps. We'll be right back after this. 
It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint, we're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Jerry Berry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Sumner County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berries at 615-452-8121. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Welcome back in to the Main Street Preps Football Wrap-Up Show. I'm Chris Yao. Thanks again to the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. We've heard from several reporters. Let's take a look now at Wilson County. Tommy Bryan has a report. Hi, everybody. This is Tommy Bryan, sports editor of the Wilson Post in Lebanon. And here's a look at what went on in week one of high school football. Wilson County teams went a perfect 7-0 to start the season. Mount Juliet created five turnovers and edged Cane Ridge 31-28 Thursday in the MyTV30 game. Friday action found a pair of come-from-behind efforts as Wilson Central had to score twice in the final minute 27 of regulation to top Rossview 24-21 in Ben Coon's first game as head coach. Lebanon rallied from a 22-21 halftime deficit to win 39-28 at Antioch. Green Hill scored 44 unanswered points to pummel Northeast by a score of 44-13. Trey Pack boomed a school record 51-yard field goal in Watertown's 17-0 whitewashing of Forest. Defending Division II Class A state champ Friendship Christian scored early and often in Friday's 46-0 Mercy Rule win at Clarksville Academy. And finally, Mount Juliet Christian Academy opened the 2023 season with a 35-6 victory over Republic Charter at Ed Suey Field. This week's schedule finds the following. Friendship Christian at DCA, Clarksville Northwest visits Wilson Central, West Creek plays at Green Hill, Lebanon 
travels to Baxter to take on Upperman for a game that has been moved to 8 o'clock because of bus, bus issues and heat concerns. Watertown plays at Gordonsville at historic Turney Field. Mount Juliet Christian journeys to Chattanooga to take on Lookout Valley, and Mount Juliet will play host to Hunter's Lane. That's a look at the things that are going on in Wilson County football. I'm Tommy Bryan, and I will talk to you later. Tommy, thanks as always. We're going to go now over to Dixon County across the way. Casey Patrick with a little wrap-up from Dixon and Cheatham Counties. This week started off high school football in Tennessee. And, of course, I was at the Dixon and Creekwood football game, which was out in Charlotte, Tennessee. This year, Creekwood hosted the game, and they had a five-game winning streak coming in, but Dixon ended that streak with an 18 to nothing win thanks to a Ray Dotson touchdown in the first half right before uh, halftime. He found Ben Hongsermeyer down, down the sideline to give Dixon the first and only score uh, of the first half. Um, in the second half, they came back out two rushing touchdowns on the back of Malachi Redmond allowed Dixon County to get the 18 to zero win. Uh, that also gives Dixon County the leg up. They, in the all time series, they lead Creekwood now eight to seven. That was the 15th meeting, uh, over in Cheatham County, uh, Sycamore lost a heartbreaker in double overtime to Kirkwood, a brand new school. Uh, the war Eagles lost 49 to 48. Um, it was it was a tough one, especially to a brand new school. Uh, Harrison didn't know exactly what his team was running into, but a very high scoring game. Cheatham County Central also faced off against a brand new school. They traveled to Bellevue to take on James Lawson High School. Uh, the Cubs had the lead with five seconds to go, but lost to Lawson uh, on the uh, last play of the game. And Harpeth traveled to White House Heritage to take on the Patriots. The Patriots, who were two and eight last year, able to pull out a um, an upset win over Harpeth. Uh, Harpeth, of course, a playoff team last year. White House Heritage defeated the Indians 29-21. to Thank you, and come back next week for a week two recap of your favorite teams. We'll take a trip down to the southernmost point of Main Street Preps, where Wade Neely has a report from Giles County. Two great games for us, but unfortunately both uh, in defeats for our local teams this week as Richland falls 28-27 to Lincoln County, and Giles County suffers a 35-34 overtime loss to Page. I was at the Brickyard Friday night as the Bobcats suffer a heartbreaking defeat in overtime to their longtime rivals, the Page Patriots. Johnny Jackson leading the charge at quarterback for Giles County, throwing two touchdowns, running for another, and then senior playmaker Kamari Turner. He had nearly 170 yards receiving and a touchdown as Giles County drives in the final three minutes of regulation to tie it 27-27. In the overtime, Jackson goes for it on fourth down, converts, and Giles County kicks the PAT to go up 34-27. But the Page Patriots rally back, and William Wybush runs in for the touchdown on fourth down. Jonathan Palmer goes for two, the quarterback rolling to his right and eventually diving for the goal line, and he gets across as Giles County falls 35-34. to 34. Meanwhile, just up the road in Linville, the Raiders fall on a two-point conversion of their own to the 5A Lincoln County Falcons. Back and forth game between the two teams virtually all night long as uh, Richland had nice touchdowns via kickoff return from Jake Sands. Luke Eastlick had a nice touchdown, and then the game is decided right at the end, Richland trailing by a score, 
And then they get one from Nash Petty, really hard runner for the Raiders this season. But head coach Nick Patterson rolling the dice at home versus the 5A Falcons. Goes for two, and Richland does complete the pass, but it's just ruled out of bounds and incomplete. And that gives Lincoln County a 35, excuse me, a 28-27 to 27 victory Friday night in Linville. Looking ahead after two really hard-fought games, Giles County is now going on the road this week. They're going to play up in classification yet again. The 3A Bobcats travel over to Savannah to take on the 4A Hardin County Tigers. Richland remains at home versus an old rival of theirs in the Cascade Champions. Two big games for us here locally, and you can catch them both live as part of our exclusive coverage of Giles County and Richland football this season on Pulaski Citizen Live. Wayne Neely saying so long from Giles County. What a week it was and can't wait for week two. Thanks so much. We're going to take another break. When we come back, more from Main Street Preps football wrap-up show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office after this. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Dairyberry's Heat and Air has been proudly serving the Middle Tennessee area for over 35 years. We have been voted Summer County's best heat and air company for the past eight years. For outstanding service, call Dairy Berries at 615-452-8121. As an Allstate agent in Gallatin, Larry Maynard knows many local families. His knowledge and understanding of the people in this community helps him provide customers with outstanding service. Give Larry a call at 615-452-1500. Ethan was just one of those kids who was so kind. He was 16, funny as could be. He was just going to go hang out with some friends. He wanted to come home early and get a good night's sleep. He said, good night, Mom. See you in the morning. Love you. And my response was, I love you too. You know, I was talking to him, son. It's time to get up. And he didn't move. You know, your head doesn't go that my son has died. Having a hard conversation is so much easier than sitting in my seat. Welcome back into the Main Street Preps football wrap-up show. Again, I'm Chris Yao. Thanks again to the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans, don't let fans drive drunk. Just a couple more to go. Russell Venosi standing by with a report from this weekend. Football season began with some heavyweight matchups in Davidson and Williamson counties. I covered the Pearl Cone at Montgomery Bell Academy game. That's a public-private showdown that's been played nearly every year since 2000, and in that span, the Big Red have dominated the series. However, after Friday's 21-14 Pearl Cone victory, the Firebirds have now won three of the last four meetings. Senior quarterback Keyshawn Tarleton connected with emerging star Donovan Higgins for a couple of long touchdowns, 
and the Firebirds defense held strong in the final minutes as the NBA was attempting what would have been a game-tying drive had they reached the end zone. Tyler Palmatier also covered a couple of big ones for us, including IMG Academy at Lipscomb Academy on Friday night. Lipscomb Academy was overpowered in this one, something we're not used to seeing and something we may not see again this season. And they had their 21-game win streak snapped in a 35-10 loss. IMG Academy was absolutely loaded with four- and five-star talent and proved to be a bit too much. Transfer quarterback Deuce Knight, who just came to Lipscomb Academy from Mississippi a few weeks ago, had a strong debut. He went 25 of 37 for 237 yards, no touchdowns, and no interceptions. CPA and Brentwood Academy closed out the weekend with a great contest on Saturday night. Rawls Patterson had the go-ahead touchdown with about four minutes to go to give CPA a 17-16 lead, and they held on for the win. And yes, if you recognize that name, he is the younger brother of former CPA stars Cade and Langston Patterson, who are now linebackers at Vanderbilt and expected to contribute to the Commodores' defensive effort this fall. And following their win, CPA moved up to number two in the Main Street Prep's top 25 rankings, bumping Brentwood Academy down to number three. And of course, Lipscomb Academy still holds the top spot. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Main Street Preps football wrap-up show presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Again, check us out every Tuesday throughout high school football season at 10 a.m. right here on Main Street Media TV. Download the app on your Roku, Apple, or Fire Stick device or on your iPhone or Android cell phones. We've got you covered again with the most timely and comprehensive coverage of high school sports and more around Middle Tennessee. Until next week, I'm Chris Yao. Have a great day. You have been watching the Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show with Chris Yao. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest news about high school football. The Main Street Preps High School Football Wrap-Up Show was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.